Hello and welcome to the Guys Like Us podcast. In this episode, we chat with Jamie Breen. Jamie is currently residing in Situate, Massachusetts on the South Shore of Boston. Jamie underwent a few major life events that has made him appreciate different things that we can all take from our life, whether it's big or small, and use the positives to show that these silver linings and small moments ultimately can can lead us to a, a life of, of gratitude and, and, and gratefulness. I'm really excited to share what Jamie and I talk about and also for you all to, to learn about Jamie. Thanks and talk to you soon. Hi, this is Tyler Brondike, and this is the Guys Like Us podcast. I am joined here with Jamie Breen. Jamie is an author, motivational speaker, and entrepreneur from Situate, Massachusetts. He is very hungry to make the lives around him better, um, proving that positivity is the way. Jamie, thanks so much for joining me and the Guys Like Us. It's a pleasure to have you. Hey, Ty. Happy to be here. Awesome. So Jamie, I'm gonna open us, open us up in prayer to kick things off. So I will I'll start that up. Dear Lord, thank you for bringing Jamie and I together this afternoon. We're incredibly grateful for the Spirit to be present and to dig into Jamie's experiences and what he's learned um, along the way and how he's continuing to to use to use his difference and you know other people's differences to to make a difference and, and impact the lives or um, impact uh, the lives around others so we we thank you and, and we're excited and thrilled to to, to to dive in in Jesus name we pray amen awesome um, so so Jamie um, you know I, I know it's a brief introduction about you um, but can you kind of take us back and, and highlight a few big life events that, that have inspired you to use your gifts to help you become the person that you are today and, you know, these, these obstacles that, that, you know, that might have changed your mindset? Yeah, sure. Um, so there's some misconceptions about people with disabilities and people with challenges that are, are visible, are physically uh, out there in the open for people to see mm-hmm. and, and one of them is that people with disabilities ha- are, are, are used are used to challenges that are, they they automatically know how to cope well because you know they were born at a disadvantage so that's part of the one of the myths I try to dispel I mean I embraced myself from a very young age, and that is because of my family support. You know, growing up, um, the good people around me, my parents and my uh, friends and family, they all embraced me, and uh, uh, we took every situation with a grain of salt. You know, uh, you can never never go wrong with being humble and and, uh, taking that taking a stance of gratitude, coming at every situation 
whether it's good or bad, from a stance of gratitude. And um, as far as me growing up, I uh, I have CP, cerebral palsy, which affects my my um, lower extremities, and um, that's why I'm in the wheelchair. Um, I wasn't in the wheelchair full time until high school. Um, it was uh, for me to get around easier. My high school was a lot bigger than the previous schools I went to, so in order to save time and be more efficient, I went into the wheelchair. And um, I'm just here to be a positive voice for people and to be a light and to show them that regardless of what challenges you go through, there is not a life that exists in the world without adversity. And uh, there is some positivity in um, with with whatever struggle you are facing. And it, it just takes time to step back and be in the moment and be able to allow yourself to see the beauty in everyday situations. So that's what I do. And uh, that's what I, I'm hoping to do for the uh, remainder of my time. And uh, hopefully uh, inspire some positive action in people. Awesome. That's, that's great. Thanks, Jamie. Um, yeah, I, I met Jamie, I want to say we, we met, let's see, maybe three, four years ago back at Stonehill College. Uh, we both attended Stonehill and we had the opportunity to go to Bible study together. And I know we were just talking about this and we, we came together every, every Monday evening and it was something that we, we, we look forward to. Um, and it was, you know, it was a place where, we could we could all come together and and really be be you know in in it, the same mindset and and, and uh, be able to, to share what was going on our on, on our in our personal lives and then bringing it all together as a community. Um, can you kind of talk a, a bit more about you know what was so what was so important for you you know for you with uh, on those Monday nights? Well. Um the thing is about Bible studies that, you know, sometimes it takes more than one person to be fully engaged in what we're talking about. And that was the most exciting part for me, is being able to come, in, come together and uh, be a part of something that was greater than myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, not a, it's not always about, you know, just one person. I know that you can be, be in touch with God and, and have your own time. Uh, solo to pray, but it's so much more uh, fulfilling, and, and it fills your it fills your heart up to be around like-minded people, and to, to get that exchange of gratitude, as I like to call it. You know, have have passionate people of of like-minded like-mindedness and uh, around the same age, just just willing to you know dive deep into whatever we're talking about, and. Uh, the thing is, is that when you talk about religion or, or God, is that sometimes, you know, it's kind of a difficult subject to, to get the ball rolling with. But when we went into that room, it was uh, a situation where people, you know, felt comfortable and there was no judgment being passed to the point where it's like, you know, because I do this, it makes me better than you. There was no judgment. There was no people being critical of each other's beliefs. It was just learning and growing from each other. And uh, I had some experiences, you know, 
especially my senior year, that made it really uh, impactful for me to be a part of that. And I made it a part of my week. And on the rare occasion that it was canceled, you know, I missed that. I missed the opportunity. I, I, I made it a part of my week to uh, make a point to go there. And it was a big part of me and my campus life. So I really, really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, you know, I, I bring that up so early because I know that community and having people to support you is is so beneficial and, and impactful on your own life and your, you know, your personal journey. Um, so, you know, I, I kind of bring that back to the to my earlier earlier question um, and, you know, and say, you, you know, when, when people are going through tough times, as you mentioned, it's not. You know, I think there. I agreed. There is this this miss. You know, this this perception that people with a you know physical disability um, are at a disadvantage, um, or you know, are, are used to dealing with with you know this type of suffering, and and therefore it's you know it's it's a different type of situation. But you know, I, I and this is why you know in particular I really love what you're doing is that every single person has their own battle and their own. They're, and they're, they're at war with something or, you know, in general. And I, I think being able to find that light and that hope um, has been something that you've been preaching and just, you know, enjoying and embracing those those little things and the small wings, small wins just to keep it keep it going. And as you like to say, keep it rolling. So, um, so you know, I, I just want to, you know, ask you or when, when you're when you're talking to people in offering them advice or just, you know, being a, just being someone that they, that they can lean on. What, what do you tell them as, you know, as inspiration to, 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 you know, to keep on moving on? You know, every person is an individual and that's the, that's the thing to remember. Mm-hmm. And the thing is with people, um, they look for, they look for sometimes if they don't know, you know, which way to go or, or which way to kind of lead them towards towards the light, uh, towards better times. Uh, they they tend to make drastic changes in their life, and they tend to they tend to look for the next big thing uh, to inspire, like the wow factor, uh, to to get to to get them on the right track. And sometimes they believe that you know it takes big changes, like big dramatic changes to. To you know, bring about that positive change that they're looking for. But all it takes is uh, a little bit of time and a little bit of gratitude. And I, I, I try to tell people, to the best of my ability, uh, that it, it's really all about gratitude. And you don't, you don't have to look for that that big moment where you can say, okay, now I'm on the right track. You just have to like go back to your foundation. And I believe that's what, you know, that's what that that's what faith is is a foundation for you for you to build from. It's like when you're not really sure where to go, um, you can go back to that, and you can say, you know, I don't really need to change who I am. I just need to focus in and to fine tune where I'm going. Because it doesn't take big things. It just takes a little bit of gratitude, and I've been able to come at life situations with gratitude and um, whenever I'm a little confused or a little lost, you know, at the end of, at the end of every day, I ask myself, what makes today beautiful? What am I grateful for? 
the one I'm passionate about. And those are my three like key questions that I ask to keep, to keep myself grounded. Mm-hmm. So that's, what I, that's what I do. So. Wow, awesome. That's the advice that I would give. Yeah. So it's, it's like finding those silver linings that are really, you know, or, or those, those early seeds, you know, in biblical terms that end up growing and, you know, just holding on to those small things that ultimately are, are, are the important things. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so, you know, ne- next thing is I, I think there's a lot of people out there that might might feel that they you know haven't had these these big times of suffering in their life or you know these big things they're like well you know this might not this might not apply to me because i don't have this experience or i don't have this experience so like you know this might go back to your earlier question but you know how do you connect with these people um um as i said before there's there's uh not a life that that exists in the world that uh, doesn't have adversity, mm-hmm. and, and I think that's a that's a big question, uh, or a big answer to a question that you know a lot of people struggle to answer. And uh, I think the word suffering gets a bad rap, and I, I know that sounds kind of, that sounds kind of like a weird answer, but there's good in suffering, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah, there's good things about suffering. And um, suffering, I believe, is a different, is a, another word for challenge or a deficit. But um, you grow from having from having challenges, and you 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 uh, become a more uh, fulfilled person, a more well-rounded individual. And I think um, instead of being great at one thing, it kind of goes back to. You know sports. Uh, since I still know we were part of the athletes' Bible study, it's better to be a well-rounded athlete than just a person who's great at basketball or great at football or or can do one thing really well. You want to be a well-rounded person, and I think that part of part of what suffering is is that you know. Even though you're going through something that seems insurmountable, you know, in the midst of that, you know, you need to step outside of yourself and, you know, instead of focusing on that one thing about, you know, being well-rounded, uh, instead of focusing on, you know, the, the grief of it all, you know, step outside yourself and, and, and try Try, try to look for people who are coming to try to fill that void, to try to, try to lift you up. Mm-hmm. Because in the midst of the suffering, there are people who will step up, and who will be that light for you, and that's the positivity. Because if you have good people in your life, if you have that foundation, if you have that support, you will have you know, that safety net, the people around you to lift you up, and uh, that's what... That's what brings the light within, within the suffering. And I, I really hold on to that uh, because of my previous experiences. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that's, that's what keeps me going. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you, you mentioned, you know, I think you, 
mention on this pretty pretty in depth, but you know, how has how has faith been a part of this process for you? I know it's kept you grounded. Um, has faith done anything else for you? Well, my earliest experiences with faith is um, I have, I remember having a having a surgery when I was really young, and you know, people say that you have the earliest memories probably at the age of two or three, and uh, I remember uh, having a surgery, and um, my family was around. And each of them tried to put me to sleep the night before. And um, my mom and dad came in, and they, they were talking to me, and I, they finished what they were saying, and they tried to put me to sleep, and it didn't really work. And then I, I, uh, I waited and I waited, and then uh, during when I was little, my grandmother spent a lot of time down at my house. She was a big help, and uh, she was a big part of uh, helping us when we were little. And uh, she said to me, to me and, it, and it made sense, and I still believe it today, and that's what helps, you know, as we said, to keep me grounded. Um, she said to me, you know, it's in God's hands, and you have to just trust that it's going to work out. And that's my earliest memory of faith is when she told me that, you know, it's in God's hands. Like, all I need to hear is those three words. It's in God's hands. And I just remember that. And that's what I have tried to think about, you know, when I'm going through stuff, is that, you know, from the time that I was two or three years old until now when I'm 26, I still believe that, you know, it's going to carry me through. And those three words, you know, they mean a lot. Wow. Wow. It's in God's hands. Okay. Awesome. Um, one other thing I want to, to talk about is, you know, I, I know that you always are challenging yourself and, and setting goals for you to become a better person. Um, what, what have you been, you know, working on now or what do you plan on working toward? Um, I've been able, I've been blessed with some very great opportunities and, uh, just to be a positive voice for people, and to be a, to be a, to be an anchor, to be to be a positive, uh, uplifting voice in the community, and um, I'm going to share something that I struggled with when I graduated college. Um, a lot of times, you know, you, when you graduate college, you're landing, you try to land on your feet. And you try to you try to make something of yourself, and you try to you know find the right path. And and I uh, and I uh, I was so motivated coming out of college. And my senior year, I uh, I, I went through the loss of my brother. And, and uh, my roommate at the time had encouraged me to write a book, to to you know put pen to paper and and get all those thoughts out of my head and I turn it around and make something positive out of it. And so that's that's what I was talking about earlier about finding the beauty and suffering and I really believe that. Uh, I really believe I'm trying to find the silver lining as you were saying. But um, 
I came out of college and I was really motivated. And you know, you think to yourself, what do what does the word motivation mean? About like, you know, are you motivated for yourself? Are you motivated for others? Are you like are you putting your energy into yourself or are you putting your energy out there into the world so that it can help other people, so that it can so that it can serve other people? And and a lot of people, you know, if you don't, if you're not if you're not grounded, kind of think that like, you know, I need to, you know, I need to establish myself, I need to make money, I need to get out there, I need to start setting up my life. And and you know, I I was kind of like at the beginning I was kind of beating myself up about, you know, not getting enough opportunities, not you know, not not making not making as big of an impact as I would like and I and I thought about it and I'm like all my life I've been coming at every situation from a grateful standpoint I've, I've, I've been trying to do that and you know um, like you, like we all say you know nobody's ever perfect and uh, and it's kind of useless to try to act like you're perfect because nobody is. And and I, I just thought to myself, I was like, what makes me grateful for today? And I and I just said, you know, I'm going to stop, you know, beating myself up about it. I'm going to, I kind of get confused between having the right sort of motivation and, and, you know, being gentle with myself. Being understanding that, like, you know, if I'm fortunate enough to impact one person, you know, that, that's just as meaningful and can be just as impactful as impacting 200. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I just, it, I was kind of misguided when I graduated in college. I'd be like, I wanted to make that big splash. Mm-hmm. I, wanted, I wanted to, like, you know, put myself out there and... I was so motivated to be a light for people, to be that support, that I kind of, I kind of lost focus, and I kind of was like, I missed the point of, I missed the point of being, you know, just that, just that light for that one person, and now I think I'm coming back to the fact that I need to stay grounded, like we were talking about, and just be grateful for the fact that, you know, I can be white for just that one person, and that would be enough. Mm-hmm. So awesome! So you know what you've been working toward now, and you know is using that motivation to, you know, yeah, I I agree. A lot of us think we have to make a big splash, right, as soon as we graduate, and we have to change the world, and you know, in a in a day or you know a year or whatever it may be. But you know, so you know, kind of what I've been gathering is that just making making a difference in your own your life and just like you know maybe a life you know a life around you is something that you've been working toward and just you know really kind of bring it back down to surface level and 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 getting deep and getting deep you know like with one-on-one conversations yeah and uh i also i also uh i also got my own book written like you had mentioned before Mm -hmm. Keep it rolling, but um, I also believe that you know, with that, with that, after graduating college, I kind of, uh, 
got my first book written in about 11 months. And, I, and I'm grateful that I produced it, and I'm grateful that it's out there, you know, uh, serving its purpose of helping other people. But I, looking back on it, I, I kind of feel like I kind of rushed it to the to a, a little bit to the point where, you know, like we were talking about, like I had so much, you know, of this in, internal fire um, to serve people that I kind of kind of was uh, getting a little bit ahead of myself. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I I was listening to an earlier podcast like we were talking about earlier, and um, your uh, buddy, your buddy said, uh, Graham said that, uh, you know, if you're, if you're a little confused or a little uh, lost of where to go, you can never, you can never go wrong by falling back on being humble. And that's, that, that's spoke, that spoke volumes to me because, you know, I, I, like I'm saying at the beginning, I kind of rushed getting my book up there. I, I try not to do that, and um, I think now going forward, um, when I'm when I'm faced with a situation about like, you know, trying to trying to throttle back my motivation to the point where I'm more gentle with myself, um, I'm going to fall back on being uh, humble and staying true to myself. So I really appreciated that little uh, segment of your uh, few episodes ago. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you. I, I always appreciate that feedback and it's, it's encouraging, you know, for me as, and, and humbling for me that, you know, that, um, that, you know, that, that I had the opportunity to connect with the, you know, these type of people. And, and as you mentioned, you know, that them saying, you know, to, to stay grounded and being humble, it's something that you kind of sheds light on you and you say, well, you know what, I agree with that. And I, I agree. And that, that's both, that speaks volume to me too. So um, I'm in the same same boat as you. Um, you know, so, you know, other thing I want to mention um, is, you know, what, what kind of questions do you have um, maybe on your personal walk or, you know, Christianity in general that you feel have been unanswered or, you, you know, you're continuing to, to ask? Well, I was thinking about this uh, one, one question that I had. Um, a lot of people talk about what's right and wrong, and what's common sense, and what's common sense, and what's not. And uh, being there for other people, being uh, being a humble uh, servant, or being able to put yourself out there to serve others. Um, for me, for me, I, uh, I I see that as common sense. Like I, I, like if I see somebody in need of, of, of help, I'm going to take the time out of my day to, to give them my ear, or to give them, or to give them the support they need. And you can never go wrong, you know. Even if you're late for your appointment, five minutes late, you know, you're never going to regret giving somebody your time because when you when you're giving of yourself. Uh, there's there's nothing wrong with that. You can't you can't ever feel bad about being given being given being giving of yourself. Um, you can never you can never say oh, oh that that was a waste of time. But that, that to me that just doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. 
understand so difference between being right and wrong um but then but then with 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 instincts you said yeah i think that's a that's a that's a question i've been having too and uh i feel like i've just been i was recently discussing that with a buddy and actually when you think about instincts, we I think the the question is like you know is is our in- instincts of God, um, and you know are are can we act on our instincts? And I think after talking with a buddy of mine, we came that we came to the conclusion right. This is one 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 conversation that because we have God's spirit in us. And because he is present in us and he, you know, he's living through us, then we can trust our instincts. And those are, and those are considered, um, you know, and those are kind of right and wrong. So, you know, if, if we, if our instinct is to, to, to do something and that's going to be an example of faith, um, then do it. But if we, if our instincts are telling us that this might not be the right direction to go into, then, then it's it's telling us that. So I don't know if that helps answer your question a little bit. I, I just wanted to get your thoughts because that was something I was thinking about. Because part of me was also thinking that, like, you know, when you read the Bible, you see, like, you see, like, kind of, you know, if you give somebody the shirt off your back, you know, that's kind of like the first step to like being there for somebody. Mm-hmm. Second step, and kind of more like what God or, or Jesus would do. You know, not only give, not only give the shirt off, not not only give the person the shirt off your back, but also like take time out of his day to physically step into their shoes and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that would be the next step, and I'm like. Okay, so giving somebody the shirt off their back and then keep walking and then like saying, okay, I need something good today. Like that would be the first surface step. But then, you know, saying, this person is in need of something more. And I need to be that, that light. I need to take the next step and actually put myself in their shoes. So that's what I was thinking. Like, that's what I try to do when I'm, when I'm when I have the opportunity, the platform to speak to somebody, it's like not only am I going to be that surface person where that I would give that shirt off my back, but I'm also going to try to put myself in your shoes and actually walk with you and see what's going on. So that's 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 my thought process with that. 
Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I think that's awesome. And that's the, that's that faith in action. And that's the, after having, you know, talking with people, it sounds like, you know, that, that, that material giving and like giving, like you said, giving a shirt off someone's back is, is helpful, but it's not the end result. I think the, the more important part and the part that should be focused is, is spending, is giving your time, giving your energy and just being present with someone and really hearing what, what they're going through and how they're, they're dealing with situation. And I think that, that understanding component and really breaking down and being humble to what's who you are and kind of are and who we all are on this earth is is more important yeah i mean um like we were talking about earlier uh, before we came on um i uh i became really close with uh, you and carter over my time at stonehill mm-hmm. and uh a lot of what we talked about especially during uh, when carter used to take ice baths at the basketball games. yeah we uh we used to talk about like being in the moment and uh, I, I know that he brought that up on, on your episode with him, and uh, and I, I really appreciate it. You know, it takes a lot. Uh, you know, when I met Carter, like he could have just he could have just said, you know, I'm gonna push you up this hill and help you get back to your room and make sure you're all good to go, and then I'm gonna leave. But uh, he made the effort to be to be to be a brother to me and to be a friend and uh like like we're talking about like taking that next step to be to be a brother to somebody is uh really important and uh i uh, i look forward to those ice bath chats <laughs> it was a big deal to me and uh especially in my senior year going through all that stuff without losing my brother mm-hmm. uh, I, I really need that support and uh, i it's an understatement to just, to sit here and talk about how meaningful all the Bible study was and just that you and Carter's friendship. So I uh, I don't have any words to uh, express my gratitude for your brotherhood. So thank you. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, I really do. Uh, to conclude out, I want to ask you a few, few you know, last f- parting questions. Um, one is how can people find you and kind of learn more about what you're doing and, and kind of be part of your journey and then also if there's anything else you want to mention before we leave too um well i i i, I would like to talk about um you know uh and again how again how uh, you had a uh, grandma and you had uh, that conversation with him about social media which I'm on, I have a lot of social media platforms and that's how people can interact with me. But um, using social media in the proper way, putting yourself out there uh, and being radically authentic, like Grandma Sarah. I, I love that word. Uh, I, I hope he doesn't mind that I just used it. <laughs> Absolutely not. You can use whatever you'd like from, from any, of these, any of these podcasts. It's out to, they're out to the open. Um, okay, uh, great. I, I love that word. I, I think I think it hits home for a lot of people. Uh, but um, being uh, being aware, being mindful of what you're putting out there, and uh, 
making sure that it serves other people. And uh, it's really important to, you know, be true to yourself uh, and, and, and put things out there that represent who you are. And not trying to cover up things. Uh, not trying to uh, portray this uh, fake identity. And I think that, you know, if you use it properly, social media is a, is a good way for, you, for people to get to know who you are. And, uh, and so I, I have Twitter, I have Facebook, I, uh, I, ha I uh, have email, and so that's my way of people getting in touch with me. And, um, you know, a last thing is that, um, you know, for me, uh, the, uh, the symbol of an anchor is, is a big is a big symbol for me, and uh, I know that it has its roots in Christianity, and uh, mm -hmm. it's a symbol it's a symbol of stability and unwavering faith, and uh, just just being solid. And um, you know, when my brother uh, Dan passed away, um, you know I took I took solace in and, uh, and everybody's brotherhood and everybody's support. You know, we have a bunch of anchors hanging around our house. And uh, every time, every time I need something, you know, there's there's always this pretty there's pretty much an anchor symbol in every single room of my house. So I can just look up and I can see that and I can remember what it means. Mm -hmm. And when an anchor sits straight up, you know, it's got two really strong sides and then it has this, this uh, point that sits up and points to the sky and it's like, you know, I'm grounded down here but I point straight up to the sky and uh, that, that holds deep meaning for me and, uh, you know, I hope that people, you know, when they hear me talk about the anchor, you know, I hope they realize, you know, that they they too can find, you know, a symbolism in their life that, you know, can can provide solace in times of struggle and in times of need. So I, I hope that, you know, people, you know, look outside themselves to, to find symbols in people in their life they can turn to when, uh, when they really need something. Awesome. Awesome. Well, well thanks so much. That's, that's all I had for today. Um, thank you so much for joining. Oh yeah, no problem. Happy to be here. Awesome. Um, to, to wrap up, would you mind closing us out in prayer? Oh, no problem. Awesome. Heavenly Father, I just want to uh, thank you for this time uh, with Tyler and uh, for this uh, deep uh, conversation that uh, digs beneath the surface. You know, I uh, we've been talking about uh, the exchange of gratitude uh, that is going on between uh, not only me and Tyler, but throughout the uh, Guys Like Us podcast and the Guys Like Us community. Um, we are grateful for the foundation that you have built for us and that we are continuing to grow together. There is, as a person with a disability, there is no bad question that you can ask. And 
I would like to thank you for blessing me with the, with the suffering that, that you have, have given me because all of the trials and tribulations that you have presented me have made me stronger, have made me a better, well-rounded individual uh, to be a brother to Tyler and so many other people that you have blessed with me the ability to touch uh, so many people. And uh, I am just eternally grateful for you and, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I, I pray for the wisdom to keep going and I pray for, you know, the, uh, the, the strength and the strength to, to continue to serve other people in your name. And uh, I just wanted to uh, bless the Guys Like Us podcast and the Guys Like Us community because without them, I wouldn't be as engaged in my faith. And I, I am just internally grateful for that. And I, I, I love every single one of them like a brother. In, in, the, in, in your name we pray. Uh, amen. Amen. Thanks so much, Jamie. Um, I will talk to you soon. Thanks. Thank you all for joining this episode with Jamie Breen. I had a really great conversation with Jamie and learned a few things about him that that I didn't know and especially his take on on, on different questions that that he's been asking um, in his faith and his personal walk. Please let me know if you have any questions about this podcast or if you'd like to learn a bit more about Jamie, I can put you in contact with him um, and also where to find him. Thanks so much and take care.